Welcome to the Tim and Joe Show, presented by Tim's Hot Takes. Just two dudes talking about sports, where the mics are hot and the takes are hotter. Welcome to episode numero dos of the Tim and Joe Show. So good, dude. So good. So good. So good. So good. (laughs) Um, You know what it is. This is your boy Tim with your boy Joe. Joe Joe. Jojo on the mic. Jojo Circus? Nope. Nice. <laughs> Actually, what I got called a lot in high school. And Actually? School. Yep. That's classic. And my mom. And then Jojo Siwa came out, and she was like that weird like teenage girl that became like internet meme. And then they people call me that too. So, uh, yeah, I think I, was, I think I was borderline made fun of for my name. So, hmm. But, I mean, people one. like me, I swear. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was cool. He, he has friends. Besides, I have friends. Besides myself. Actually, I'm just an acquaintance. Um, oh, ouch. Okay. Um, yeah, do you want to, like, actually talk sports today or just want to, like, keep having this fun conversation? No, I think, that, I think we'll just wrap it up here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys next week. No, I'm kidding. Um, we're actually taking, like, a, what, like a month-long hiatus after this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, winter break. Yeah. I mean, I'll be here. I can, you'll be, you'll I be in the area. I, I, I'll be going home. But right. um, we'll have a fun one for you guys after we get back from break. But we're going to you know, want to get a little second episode out before we took a long break. So, well, sports, uh, sporty sports going yeah, on. Talk a little more sports. There's always sports to talk about. So let's get started, huh? Let's talk about the um, MVP race in the NFL. <laughs> um, Thursday night, the Ravens defeated the Jets 42-21. And Lamar Jackson had five touchdowns with, what, 212 yards passing? Yes. Yeah. Um, he also broke Michael Vick's single-season rushing record for the quarterback. It's so the question of the day is, is the NFL MVP race locked up for it, Lamar Jackson? I think it is. I it think it's over. It 100% is. I mean, the dude, I think the most amazing stat, I saw this a few weeks ago, was that he had, he, he's had two perfect pass ratings in one season. Tom Brady has like... I like want two games with perfect pass rating. I, well, I want to say he had... No, I think he... Yeah, two games, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to say Tom Brady in his career... Has like six, I think. Don't call yeah. me on that, but that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have two in in the span of one season, like this guy. And when he was drafted, I remember him saying, "I'm gonna get us a Super Bowl." You best believe that. Yeah. And I was like, "This and guy's this guy's my, smoking they're my, they're something." My, they're my favorites for the season so far. Yeah, I think like if I had to pick a Super Bowl champion right now, it'd be the Baltimore Ravens. That's in large part because of Lamar Jackson. Well, and that's I think when you look at MVP, most valuable player. I think he's the most valuable player to his team. I mean, he yeah. he has completely changed the dynamic of their offense. Y'all been listening to Mark Ingram? Big trust. Big trust. Big trust. And I, I think that, I mean, he's obviously been a big help, I think, too, for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the second game with five touchdowns. That's They're crazy. both in prime time, too. So on the biggest stage, he shows up. And when he, they play the Rams, people are like, he had under 200 yards passing. And it's like, okay. Well, he did. Yeah, but it it's is like true. he did throw five touchdowns and yeah. dice up their defense. Yeah, it's like there, and and when you have a run game too. Yeah, you don't really there were there were some throws Thursday night where I was like, I wasn't like even when his touchdowns, I'm like against the Marquee, Jets. Marquee, yeah, against the Jets. Marquise Brown was wide open and he like threw him to the back of the end yeah, zone. He made, made a hard play. catch. He made a play. But I mean, you can't argue with the production, and he's definitely just been solid all year long. Um, that, my question is just how long can he? do that because i watch every game and i think this guy's got to slow down yeah and he doesn't but i mean how long can he do that i don't know yeah time will tell um so like we said we think that it, that's pretty much locked up for lamar jackson so i kind of want to talk about like maybe some sleeper 
obviously people that won't people that won't win it, but athletes that you know. Well, and like what, personally, me, I kind of want to talk about T.J. Watt, who I think he's not really in the MVP race per se, but he's definitely in the Defensive Player of the Year race. He's been just a great, great player for the Steelers this see, year. See, and I think like just kind of saying it is locked up, but it's like if he gets hurt next game and True. doesn't play, if he misses, I don't know happened, if they um, would give it out to I don't know if they would give it Yeah, to if him. he doesn't finish the season. Because it's not like – I think they're – like you're, you're bringing up T.J. Watt. I think there's guys that are like obviously not expected to win, but it's like they're not leaps and bounds worse or not having as good of a season. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't rule out a possibility, right. which I hope Lamar Jackson does not get injured. And I don't don't give me don't twist my words here. I don't think T.J. Watt is the second or second place in the race right now. That's definitely not true. There's you know there's Russell Wilson, there's uh, Christian McCaffrey, um, there's like there's definitely other people above Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's love, definitely in I there. I love watching Dalvin Cook, man. He's had a year. He, He's definitely and, had a year. And like two years ago in fantasy, like when he was coming off the big injury, I was like, this guy's going to come in and tear up the NFL. And got, he, he, he got hurt that. again. He, yeah. And I was like, He's okay. been clutch for me this year for, in fantasy. I was like, oh, should I really draft this guy? Because I was so unsure about him. But and he's I, been good for me. Yeah. I know. He's been so good. And like even, I don't know. I just I was scared to draft him. But Another, another MVP option that's kind of under the table is uh, – are, are flying under the radar is Michael Thomas. Yeah. Seaford. Yeah. He yeah, is, his, nobody his, really talks his, about him His stats are, are ridiculous. And he's so consistent. Yeah. Like, he's ridiculous. consistently getting double-digit catches and over 100 yards. And, like, Crazy. He, Teddy Bridgewater started most of their games. He's no Drew Brees. I mean, he's good. I don't know. If I feel like, what, how many games they played now? Like, 13? I think Drew Bridgewater, Bridgewater started, for, like, five. Yeah. I think he started five games. But he's still leading the NFL in receiving yards, Michael yeah. Thomas. So, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Also, I mean... This is going off of MVP, but looking at Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I know they throw a lot. Like oh, a Chris Godwin has been such a good He's player this been year, bro. So good, and everyone. And no said, one talks about him. Everyone said in the preseason, like, oh, maybe watch out for this guy. He might be good. And I was like, no way. Like Chris Godwin's not going anywhere. And he's silently just going. He's like second, I think, or he might be third. Mike Evans and him are top five, both in yeah, the receiving both top yards. five. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But yeah. Uh, to circle it back around T.J. Watt, he's just had such a great year for that Steelers defense. Has really stepped it up to help out, you know, a pretty weak offense there, given all their injuries. Um, that's how they've been able to win games is through their defense. So T.J. Watt, he's been the leader of that defense. He's got twelve and a half sacks, along with two interceptions, which is pretty good that, for an edge rusher. I was gonna say yeah. two interceptions for an edge rusher. Is yeah, really and he'll drop in coverage every once in a while. He got a pick on Kyler Murray last week. Um, Poor Kyler. Yeah, Kyler. I think the Cardinals are now one of those teams that were their their record is worse than they actually are. Yeah, or, I or, agree. Or, or that they're better well, their than their record. Their so good. Yeah, they're, and I, think, I think they play a tough schedule, which is weird for a team that had finished last place here before. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I think they're definitely a team that's better than their schedule, along with the Broncos as well. Both yeah. teams, I think, are yeah, better than their schedule. That's very true. Drew Locke, man, he's going to be special next year. We keep seeing, like, these year two quarterbacks go off. I think my early pick for my year two quarterback to go off next year Drew is Locke? Drew Locke. Mahomes is at year two, right? Yeah, he won the MVP yeah. in year two. We're going to see Lamar win the MVP in year two. Could Drew Locke be a early Dark Horse candidate for MVP next year? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, I also think nobody mentions Patrick Mahomes, who has over 3,000 passing yards, 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. The interception to touchdown ratio is crazy. Mm-hmm. Seven touchdowns for every interception. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, and they're in a great position to possibly – you know, make another run to the AFC Championship, they possibly might, Super Bowl. They might be. I mean, and they're, they're clicking right now. They beat the Patriots. I mean, which I don't, I don't really know if that means a lot right now, because every 
top team that Patriots have played, it feels like they've lost. Like yeah. they pl- they've lost to the division leaders in the mm-hmm. AFC. So I would watch out though. The Texans might just not only lose their division, but they might miss the playoffs altogether. I guess it happened to them collapsing down the stretch. And that's not because of Deshaun Watson. No, it's because, I agree. It's because of the organization, because of the coach, I think. I agree. Um, I could plus that. Ryan Tannehill, man, that guy. That guy. He's been that guy. I think they lose Tennessee. to the Titans this weekend. Yeah, and that will give Tennessee the division lead. And yes, I think – I don't know the, I don't know the tiebreakers between the Steelers and the Texans, but it might drop the Texans out of the playoffs altogether if they lose. Could be wrong. It, should be, it should be a fun one Sunday night, though, because it's Bills and Steelers – Five and six seed right now in the AFC playing each other. That should be a, that should be a good one. Proved to live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. But, uh, obviously, MVP picks Lamar Jackson, basically. But uh, talking other sports, MVPs. What? We talk other sports? We talk other we sports. We talk other sports than football? I actually, this, I think this was the first time I sat today, tonight, just before this. I sat down and on my laptop illegally watched uh, a full Rockets game. I streamed it illegally. Nobody arrest me. Do you want to put that? Over? <laughs> you want to put that over a podcast? I mean, everybody, every everybody does it. It's the facts. Just kidding. He watched it on ESPN or TNT or whatever it was. It wasn't actually illegal though, because it was on the Rockets. Uh, oh, why yeah. would you say it's illegal? I don't know, but <laughs> I, it just it was on my computer. Like it was through a. I don't know. Anyways, let's pretend I didn't say that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll pretend. So that. Are, are you are you are you getting to your M, your MVP? Yeah, I'm getting there. early MVP pick here. Um, so obviously watching the Rockets game for a reason. Uh, I am a, a Westbrook fan. Have been my whole Ooh. life. Hey, listen, back off. He's actually been playing great basketball last like five or ten games. He's really caught stride, but. Um, I don't think he's MVP in any way. Right yeah, now. I, was like, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But whoa, whoa. Watching, watching his teammate James Harden uh, is another story. I think the guy, the guy like, got so much hype when he started dropping 40 bombs on teams, and people were like, wow, this guy's so good. Then it was like after it started happening a lot, people started to find ways to nitpick it. Like, oh, he's shooting a lot of free throws, which he does shoot a lot of free throws. I will not say that he doesn't. But then there's games like tonight where he had 50-plus points, six free throws. Last game had 50-plus points, five free throws. It's like, I get that you can bash him for free throw shooting, but when he's doing it off of just pure skill Mm -hmm. like that, I don't know. And looking at the efficiency in the NBA, there's two guys above Harden. Besides that, no one can top him in efficiency. And Efficiency? Player efficiency. He is third in player efficiency. And I think that is just because – I'll pull it up. Last I saw, he was shooting like – Around like 39, 40% from the from the field no. and like thirty low thirties from beyond the arc. He's he's shooting at a decent amount. I looked last night and I was actually surprised by his numbers. But I think and one of the guys ahead of him in player efficiency is uh arguably probably number one in the MVP race right now. But I think you look at James Harden. Is it going to be my guy? It might be, may or may not be. Uh, But I I look at James Harden, the dude I would say, hot take, here it is, he's the best offensive player in NBA history. I don't think anyone – I don't think a soul can guard James Harden in his setback three. I don't think – I've seen Josh Okoge do it. What do you mean? Okay, I'm not talking like – I'm not talking like – I look at those and I'm like, okay, he probably had an off night. You you cannot guard him, and I don't say like like people get mad that he gets to the free throw line. He he that's a skill. 
the way that he can manipulate his skill and, and get inside and get fouled. That's a skill. Well, the, his, thing, the, the main complaint is that the fouls aren't actually fouls and he's flopping to get it. But or, I, that, or that he's throwing himself into them. I would just argue, a, like, if that was the case, that's on the ref. I don't think that's on James Harden. I think if he knows that they're going to call it, it's like if, if me or you were playing in the NBA today, I would do that every time. If I knew, hey, this works and it's a foul, I would do whatever it took to get to the free throw line because those yeah. are easy points. Step back threes. He I is. Think a lot getting, of people just find it annoying. That's like it's like you can just lay it in and be fine, but you gotta be like, hey, and then throw it up and yeah, shoot two. I mean, it definitely is frustrating from an uh, an opposing team standpoint. As uh, a as a player defending him, I'd be irate. <laughs> I brought up his field goal percentage. He's shooting forty four point nine percent from the which field. Which isn't bad. It's not terrible, and then thirty six percent from three, either. which is yeah, that's better than I thought it was. It's better. He well, started the season a lot I, lower. Than I was that. gonna say <laughs> the season started out not. Not yeah. great, but him and Westbrook have seen. Um, so I'm gonna see if you were thinking about who my MVP pick 100% is right now. Hundred percent, I am. Uh, Luka Doncic, man, this kid is special. This kid is he is ridiculous. He's na- averaging a near triple double right now. He's currently averaging thirty thirty point four points on forty eight percent shooting from the field with nine point nine rebounds and nine point two assists. I mean, come on. And Come on. That those numbers are exactly He has been so ridiculous. Westbrook had those numbers in his MVP season and he, what amazes me is Doncic is doing it in a more efficient fashion. Yeah, which is crazy. He's I mean he went toe to toe with LeBron when they played the Lakers. I mean he and he's doing what is he 20? I think he's 20. Like he has just been ridiculous. I mean like you said James Harden has, you know, he's been dropping like 40, 50 a lot of nights so far, but like it's just like when I watch Luca and I've watched him a lot actually this year more than I have watched like other players, I think really. It's just Luca is just he just like he just screams star power when I watch him. Like, like this kid is gonna be great in this league for next fifteen and 16, he, 17, 18 he's starting years. to get the flash too. Like yeah. he's starting to get a little he, flashy he, he, he knows the way he, he plays. He, he knows he's about it now. Yeah. <laughs> he knows he's about it. Um but okay so people call him a sophomore I would argue if you've played in Europe for four years, I don't think that makes you a sophomore. He Okay, but he was still 16 years old when he started playing professional yeah, ball. Yeah, 16 years. Did you see the picture where he was, he was guarding prime Westbrook? I did Like, imagine being 16 years old and having to just go in there and guard Westbrook. <laughs> that's crazy. That's, I think that's a big reason why he is I, a player. I think that's he's why he's so successful is because he's been in that pro scene for so Obviously, oh, yeah. it's not the same level oh, as the no. NBA. But he said it was easier to score in the NBA, which is weird. Probably because they, they're a little more cautious with fouls. Like they'll call, more, they'll call more contact, or if there's less contact, they'll call a foul than they would over in yeah. Europe. And the NBA is an offensive game. I mean, if you have a good defense, like Kawhi, I think what he's a good offensive player. But, the, I mean, his defense is crazy. And in today's game, that's so rare. Like, you mm. don't really see a lot of guys that just clamp up. Like yeah. That. So that's and I think impressive. that's something that's been a lot better for the Lakers this year. Because, I mean, they're my favorites to win the NBA Finals right now. Granted, it's early. But I think the Lakers are my favorites to win the Finals right now. Because, like, their defense has been so much better. They're playing ball. They've been so bad on defense in past years. And they're just... They're, they're, just ha- like, they're having fun, too. They're just the best all-around team, in my opinion. They're, I, see, I'm, I'm fighting for the Rockets this year. Uh, obviously because of Russ, but I also love Harden. Uh, well, I mean, they're both OKC boys, but I think the the Lakers just have it. They have it figured out. They have it figured yeah, out. Yeah, People thought their chemistry would take longer to click than like, the Clippers would, but Lakers look like they just love playing together, man. Carew Goat. Carew Goat. Carew Goat. Carew Goat. Probably so, my favorite player in the NBA right now. Uh, 
I just realized today because it was our last. It was our last day of classes. True. Like, this year's yeah. legit almost. Well, over. when they're hearing this, which would be oh yeah Saturday, so yesterday would be our last day of classes. Yeah, but like but yeah, I'll, we just got finals now. The decade's going to it's coming to a close. The decade is coming to an end. That's, it is. That's it's kind of sad. It's kind of weird to think about too. It's like oh, like end of a decade. Yeah, we're in the twenties now. The roaring twenties. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> hopefully that's hopefully that's what it'll be. Uh huh. I'm hopefully hoping. it's not. Hopefully there's not a great depression at the end of it, like the last. In the thirties, going in the thirties. Let's hope not. Um, but oh yeah. Gosh. So, I think given that with the end of the decade coming up, we should talk about the best sports moments that we can think of from this decade. I think it'd be a cool topic. That's How about you? Do you think it'd be a cool topic? <laughs> uh, what about all? Nah. Yeah, yeah. Pass. I, Pass. I actually think that would be really cool. I would be. I I love looking back, especially in the last ten years. Like, when I was thinking about it, like, there's so much that has happened in the last decade. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to even think yeah. about the top ones. Um, so, yeah, we, got, we both got top fives for this. And I think we should go five down to one. And So, like, do you want to go you go five down to one? I think we should both go five, both go four. I agree. Down. You know um, what? You read my mind, Tim. Wow. That's exactly what I was thinking. Dang. The chemistry of the Tim and Joe show is at an all-time high right you now. You know what? It, <laughs> this, we're going somewhere. We are Going we are somewhere. in the same like wavelength. So good, yeah, so good, so good. <laughs> Put um, that in a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what's your number five? My number five is 2016 when the Warriors blew a three-one lead to LeBron and the Cavaliers. Okay. Um, where the Cavs won 93 to 89 in Game Seven to win the NBA Finals. LeBron won MVP with 29.7 points per game, 11 rebounds per game. Nearly nine assists per game, and then two and a half steals and two blocks per game. He was ridiculous in that series. That was, did you did you watch that game? Yeah, I remember I was at BJ's from start to finish, and the, I it's endless refills. So I literally just got refills for like an hour and a half on my drink watching. <laughs> and I know I know he wanted me to leave, but I was like, I'm not about to leave middle of this game because mm-hmm. that game was nutty. Yeah, and I just remember I wanted Curry to step up, and he played it. Really bad, and Draymond Green. Well, Kyrie was one with the clutch shot. Dan, that Draymond game. Green played so good. I think that's the last time I saw Draymond Green like as an All Star. Like mm-hmm. that that guy was playing on offense. Like Draymond Green was their their primary option that night. Yeah, that's so weird. Um, uh, so what's yeah? What's your number five here? Uh, my number five is the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dang it! That's such a good. That is a good one. I and, didn't even think of that. Yeah, and I, uh, I think the only like the actual fight itself was not. I mean, not anything to write home about. But yeah, uh, just the hype and like that was one of the biggest like most hyped events of the decade for sure. I agree. That was that was hype. Everyone had like viewing parties and uh, that was that was hype. Yeah, and I was, I went back and forth between that and the McGregor Mayweather. Uh, that one was nothing right home about either. That one was not actually. It was either. kind of entertaining at the beginning because McGregor like went all out in the beginning. That's kind of what killed him. I um, I think so. Technically, if I could put two, I would put those two at five, kind of tied mm-hmm. because they were both. And I, we'll cover. I I have some honorable mentions too, so I want to re- cover those between two and one. So before okay. we review our number okay. one, we'll cover right. honorable mentions. Um, number four for me is when Ohio State in 2015. Won the first ever college football playoff championship mm. with third string quarterback Cardell Jones at quarterback. Um, Ezekiel Elliott was phenomenal in that playoff. First against 
uh, Alabama because they were the four seed. So he this ran. Was like, he ran through first Alabama. against Alabama, and then they beat Oregon um, forty to tw- forty two to twenty in the national championship. So in the first year where it's a big deal, we just expand the playoff. The four seed wins the whole thing. That's like kind of like what we all wanted when we wanted to expand the playoff from two to four. Is like give more teams a chance. And the first year we do it, the four seed wins the playoff. That was crazy. But it was it had more ramifications than just that because teams like TCU and Baylor missed. They're like, oh, we need to bring back a Big Twelve championship. That was huge. That was that, a huge year for college football. Yeah, really. Like, just what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it really just defined the it path really for the rest of college football. Yeah, the future to expand to six. That, ah, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> ah. Six six would have been good that first year actually because it would have had the two Big Twelve teams. In yeah, it. and that's I mean I agree. Some years it's great. This year it wouldn't have been. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, anyways, TCU would have won the whole thing that year. By the way, they've gotten. I in. agree because they TCU then they went a, they, they played Ole Miss in yes. the Peach Bowl and they just stomped ran them, stomped them. <laughs> I remember that. Um, Javon Boykin, woo, that was uh, special. My number four. Um, I have the Villanova, uh, the buzzer beater. The, the ah, buzzer beater. I considered putting that in. Yeah. I just remember watching that and like, getting that was so, so hype. That and was so crazy. It was funny. Cause I was the only one in my living room. So I was like, I was oh like gosh, excited oh and I was like looking around, like, like who do I tell? And so I was just like on <laughs> Instagram, like, ah, it's whoa. Um, <laughs> wow. But that was, that was an, that was the best NCAA, uh, final that I've, I've watched. Yeah, that was a really good one. That was, that was a really good one. That was a good game. And and before that shot, um, ah, I can't remember who it was. I think it was I don't know. I can't remember. Marcus Page. Marcus Page he hit like the like the, the the left-handed like double clutch. Yeah, that was crazy. In the air, and that then everyone's was, just like, "Whoa, I can't believe he hit that!" And then Christian just comes down. Oh, oh wait, no, I think Archie Diacono, Ryan Archie Diacono, was like dribbling down. Then like he like you know passed it back to Jenkins, and he just said, "You're yep bottoms." Oh, Confetti starts spraying at the buzzer. And it's buzzer so, beer is like the most like one of the most. It's fun so crazy to me because when he when he sh- was shooting that, the bench already started getting hype, and I was like, I I think I remember watching. it. I remember like right when he let the shot go, I'm like, that's going in, isn't it? And that was just hits it. I'm like, let's go! Insane, heartbreaking for North Carolina, but yeah, such a, a game. fun game. Um, my number three, that was your number four, right? Yeah. So my number three, we're gonna stay in college basketball. We're gonna go back to 2013. When Louisville won the March Madness tournament over Michigan, probably one of the most entertaining games that I've ever seen. Like, because like their defense was going at it, they were both playing like, full court press, going up and down the floor. And if you remember, that was the year when Kevin Ware had that gruesome oh. leg injury. I was in the just going to ask, wasn't that the year? Yeah, that and so I think that was really special how they were able to recover from that. Because Ware was a, I think he came off the bench, but he was a good contributor, and so they were able to recover from that. Um, the MOP of that of the final four that year was Luke Hancock and he hit all, he went five for five from beyond the arc in the national championship Wet. game. Um, they won 82 to 76. It was Louisville's first NCAA men's basketball championship since 1986. That wasn't the year they got in trouble, was it? No, they got in trouble years later. I think technically that championship's like removed now. I was going to say, I want to say but like void. We all know it happened because we yeah. watched it. So, yeah. And it was one of the best games I've ever <laughs> they watched in college. They can't erase our memory. Like, yeah, of it. like this game didn't happen. It's like, mm-hmm, sure. Sure, NCAA, sure. But yeah, that was one of the best championship games I've ever seen in college basketball. And like the whole story with Kevin Ware. That was insane. That was just, that was just a great year, I think, for college basketball. That I really was. enjoyed it. And I think I, did I pick Louisville? No, I don't think I picked Louisville to win the whole thing that year. I might have. There's, there was some year where I picked like the right champion, and I was super hyped. I forget if it was that year or not. I got one last year. My bracket was like ninety something percent, but Whoa. I still had I still had like a ton of games off just because there's so many games. The percentage yeah. doesn't really get docked a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, my number three, 
I have uh, Cubs winning the World Series. Nice. Um, just because that was a huge moment in not only just sports history, but I feel like because it was the Cubs and they were like one of the like oldest standing MLB teams, it's like they've been waiting for that, mm-hmm. bro. And like I just remember watching that game and uh, oh gosh, who was it? Bill Murray. I remember Bill Murray is a huge Cubs fan. Yeah. And that dude started crying. I was like, wow. Like it, it meant a lot to the mm-hmm. city of Chicago to win that. So, uh, yeah, I have that at number three. That was, that, was a, that was a big deal. And the Cubs are like an iconic MLB team. Like yeah, Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field, yeah. That's iconic stuff. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Number two for me is the kick six in the 2013 Iron oh, Bowl. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. This one is a big deal to <laughs> oh. me because I remember like watching this live on TV with my dad, and we were just like – we were – I, th- I don't know if you guys know this about me from Instagram, if you guys have been following along or anything, but I tend to root against Alabama, <laughs> I'll say. Um, I, think, I think most people I think do. a lot of people do. At, well, after, I, root, I will say I root against the Patriots harder than I root against the, than, the, than Alabama. But good, good like when I can, I'm like, I'm like, I like to see other teams besides Alabama win because they've just been like the team that wins every year, right? Yeah. So this year, not having them in the playoff, whew, blessing, wow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I just remember watching that, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, they put one second back on the clock. They're going to give Alabama a chance. I'm like, the rest are trying to give it to Alabama. Give them a chance to win. And I, I, remember, I remember it goes up. The kick goes up, and I'm like, oh, that looks in. And it keeps going. I'm like, oh, it's not. Oh, it might go, it might go wide. I thought he had the leg for it, though. And it falls, what, like nine yards in the end zone to Chris Davis? I just remember that announcer like, Chris Davis, down the sideline. I, I love the CBS announcers. Yeah, they were really good. They're and because it was still, um, Vern Lundquist was still the play-by-play at that time because he retired a while, a couple years later. Yeah. And now Brett Nessler is it. But Gary Danielson, like him. And then they were, like, they were showing like the Auburn commentator, like yelling, and like they were just super pumped. This time we're like watching, like run down the sideline. Like, did he step out? He, did he step out? He's like, oh! Toad, bro. And then me and my dad were just, like running up and down like the hallway in our house, just freaking out about it. Because it's like even if like you weren't rooting for one team in particular or another, like that was just such an insane way to end the game. Insane. Auburn went on to win the SEC. They went to national championship and barely lost to Florida State. Big bummer. But I mean, that was just just. Like for me personally, that was like one of the best sport memories I've ever had. Just like watching that like unfold live. So yeah. I had to throw that in there. Number two. That that's a me. good one. I completely forgot about the dude. There's so many moments. There are. It's crazy. Uh, number I mean, we're talking about ten years here. So yeah, it's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten years ago, I was nine years old. Nine years old. I was ten. Ten years ago. Wow. I get it. You're older than me. Okay, <laughs> boomer. Uh, oh, chill out, Zoomer. <laughs> number two on the list, I have um, the Malcolm Butler interception. Oh, I did not uh, put that in there. At, I did not yeah, put it in against, there. against uh, Seattle. That Dang. was crazy. I rem- Everyone in the world was like, this game's over. This game's over. You just hand the ball off to Marshall. Literally, you have one of the, the best running backs, and you don't give it to him. Uh-huh. And I felt bad because I love Russell Wilson. Like I love that guy so much. Uh, he, but, also, he also could, like people blame the, the play call, but yeah, Russ could have also just not thrown that ball. Oh yeah, he he could have. 
And I was like, of all people. But I remember the <laughs> iconic Richard Sherman moment where he, like, looked up at the screen and made that <laughs> face. Like, he was like, no way. Like, that actually happened. actually just happened. And, yeah. of course, who did it uh, have to be that won the Super Bowl? Because of the Patriots. The Patriots. Yeah. Uh, hate that it was the Patriots, but how can you not throw that one? Yeah. In? I mean, I, I considered putting the 28-3 to comeback for the Patriots in there, too. But I was just like, eh. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, that, that was actually uh, on my list earlier. I took it off because I was like, no. Um, some of my auto- honorable mentions include. Um, well, you didn't. Okay, okay. Because I, I, I did number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So some honorable before we get to number one, some honorable mentions for me. Um, 2018, LeBron signed with the Lakers. I thought that was a pretty big moment. Just as a new era of Laker basketball coming in with LeBron there, King James, um, and like I said, they're on track to probably win championship this year oh yeah possibly we'll see um i said in 2019 when tiger woods won the masters it was his first championship win Ooh, in 11 golf, years golf, yeah golf little, shout out yeah a little, little golf, golf shout out, out. I yeah like that. Mm-hmm. okay um so that was obviously a big deal he'd been out of golf for a long time and his you know his name had been dragged through the mud and he came back after 11 years of no major championships he wins the masters that's comeback a big deal. story Love and those. then uh, my last honorable mention is pretty recent. It's when the Raptors defeated the Warriors in the 2019 That's NBA Finals one. in six games and ended the Warriors dynasty as we knew Killed it. Killed it. Just, Killed it the is dynasty. over. Now the Warriors have the worst record in the NBA. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, how the tables have turned. How the turns have tabled. How the turn tables have. Anyways, uh, yeah, good ones. Uh, mine, I have Curry. Um, not just one MVP, but winning the MVP the second year unanimously. Um, huge Curry fan. Uh, I love that. Uh, dude literally changed the game of basketball, really. Yeah. Kind of really did the way that it's played. Um, now you have to de- defend a player like 30 feet out, which is just crazy to me. <laughs> uh, you look like Will Chamberlain era where you just go and skyhook. <laughs> like, you like yeah. plays like that, it's like. Crazy, yeah. Um, like players like Trey Young are never taken in the top five, unless for Steph Curry. And I think his effect on the game of basketball is so like, like not talked about enough. Oh, I know. I like agree. people talk about LeBron and all that, but I think Steph Curry has been a more influential player to the game of basketball. Oh, like you know, like across the world at all levels, youth through NBA, than LeBron has. I think he LeBron's has. obviously better, the the greater all time player. But the effect that Steph Curry has had on basketball as a whole kids is didn't, so Kids didn't large. shoot like that until he came on on the scene. Like, nobody yeah, kids did. Were, kids weren't trying to pull up from way beyond the arc before Steph Curry started doing it. Now, now tra- they're like, oh, I can get three points instead of two. I'm going to do that every time. Trey Young even said, like, he watched Curry and, like, wanted to wanted to play like that. And mm-hmm. I think that is, like, that is a sign mm-hmm. of it I think alone, I think like, since, like, before Curry, like, three points were always like, oh, it's like, oh, like, it's a harder shot. That's why it's worth three points. But he's making it look so easy. Kids are now just like... It's worth an extra point. Why would I not take that shot? And like, why would yeah. I take a long mid range? Yeah, when, when I, I could, could just, just take step, a three. Yeah, uh, and I oh, dude, when people say Ray Allen is a better oh, don't even start with Ray. Steph Allen Curry is the best shooter of all time. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. But anyways, there's no, there's no debate there. Uh, other honorable mentions: uh, Michigan State, Michigan when uh, Michigan. Punter, oh no! Uh, when the punter dropped. Punter, it. Oh, he loses it, and Michigan State wins the game. I just remember the announcer's <laughs> voice crack. That was crazy. Um, <laughs> I had to throw that one on there. Uh, um, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to throw in um, – I'm going to throw in a specific, like, game. Uh, Clay Clay dropping uh, – I think it was, like, 
30, I can't remember, 30-something points in a quarter. With, like, three dribbles or whatever? Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. I know the, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. quarter where he dropped, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 30-something points. There was some other game, right, where he dropped, like, he, what, like 40-something? 60. 60-something 60 with, like, on three, 11, 11 dribbles? 11 dribbles, something like that. Crazy. I remember the story was the, the night before that he didn't – or he showed up late to the game. That was it. Showed up late to the game, and the coach was mad, and he mm-hmm. still went off. And yeah. I mean, you got I mean, Steve Kerr had had it set. I mean, he was given a team with guys with just natural born talent. Like, that was a good that he was handed a very good team. That's why I look at Mark Jackson. And I'm like, this guy just doesn't know how to coach. I really don't think he knew how to coach. Really? I don't. He was still winning games with them. He was still winning games, but why all of a sudden with the same team did they just come alive? I don't know. I don't know. Warriors fans out there, if there are any left in the world, uh, you can... <laughs> They've all shrunk back into their, into you their can tunnels. agree with me or disagree. I don't know. But, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. So what's numero uno, biggest sports moment of the decade for you? Uh, it's one that we've already touched on, but it's when the Chicago Cubs won the World Series in 2016. Mm-hmm. I think I was going to put the kick six at number one, and I started looking up, like, the best sports moments of the decade. I'm like, I saw that. I'm like, dang, like, I can't not put that number one. 108 years. Without a World Series, 108, and they broke that. Finally, broke that streak, in you know, exciting fashion too. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, we won World Series. They won. They took it to seven games. They won eight to seven in ten innings. I mean, that this the the, the joy and excitement, and you could see the emotion on the players' faces. Like it just meant so much to that city. Everyone to that, was so happy. To those like, fans. <laughs> I know. I feel like even the Indians were like, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> this is all right. Good, yeah, this is all right. Like it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, I'm a Dodger fan, and that year I was like, you know what? Go Cubs, bro. Like, yeah. Screw it. Well, I'm a Padres fan, so I don't really watch the playoffs. Yeah, well, you don't much. even have to worry about the playoffs. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. This could uh, be our, hey, this could be our year, though. We, we, have a lot of, we actually have a lot you of guys talent now. You guys have nice uniforms. I saw the oh, uniform Oh, back in brown. Like, mm-hmm. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, my number one um, is actually, and this is kind of a, not just one event, but kind of like a season-long events. Uh, Kevin Durant to the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Um, the start. I, I touched which, on the end of the Warriors franchise. The start I, of it is a very important the start, dimension as well. Uh, and then the 73-9 uh, before that kind before of – Before the 3-1 yeah, disaster. Bef- before Kevin Durant came, I'm, I kind of wanted to just do 73-9 was like the beginning and then leaning into the Kevin Durant signing. So I yeah. think the start of – like the real start of the Warriors – like I don't even know what you call it. like Dynasty? Yeah, but it, I was going to say, like, you know, all-star terror. team. Like, oh, yeah, it works, yeah. Like, they – I think they were the most dominant sports team of the decade. I think they were the most That's fair. I, I, loaded I team in any sport. Um, it's got to be between them and the Patriots for who has dominated their sport this decade the most. Yeah, that's a, that's the question. But I'll go with the Warriors because I don't want to give the Patriots any credit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Um, yeah, so – Guys, if you're listening, uh, I'll probably post a question of the day sometime soon about um, what do you think was the top moment of top sports moment of the decade? And you know, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, this isn't there's just, so many too. Like, I lo- know, I'm looking forward to see the answers. Yeah, um, we're not just you know talking to each other for our health. You know, we want to hear what you guys think as well. <laughs> um, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> Like, hey, I, <laughs> I'm working out while doing this. Yeah. We're actually recording this in a gym. We're no, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually hitting a 50-pound uh, uh, curl right now on my left arm. Just my left arm. I, I just want to get my left arm huge. 
Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving uh, on. Um, uh, Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've talked to you. It has. Um, I've heard. Such. I've heard you've had quite an adventure. I week. have. I have had quite the week. Uh, so sit back and relax, ladies and gentlemen, because it is now time with story time with Joe. Um, I don't even. Big intro. What did I Yay, no, Wednesday. Confetti. Wednesday I went <laughs> to Disneyland with one of my uh, buddies from high school. And um, this, By the way, this is the first time I'm hearing this story. I told him like to wait to tell me the story. Yeah. Until he's like, he's like, dude, I had a long night. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. And then like we had, I had Bible study the next day, which his dad leads yeah. at my school. Um, and I didn't go. Yeah, he didn't go because he woke up like 10 minutes before it was supposed to start. Yeah. Um, he, I, I was like, hey, where are you? He was like, bro, I'm in the shower. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, so I, 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 I know, the, I know, from the shower. I know, I know the premise of the story because your dad told me, but I cannot wait to hear yeah. the full thing. Well, I went to Disneyland and like, w- so his, we, we decided because parking there is expensive. It's like 25 bucks. So we parked at his grandma's house nearby and lifted Who, in. Who's grandma? My, my buddy from my school. His oh. name's Tim. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Tim. Oh. His name's Tim. It was not me. Not I swear, y'all. Not this Tim. Uh, so we lifted in. It was like seven bucks or like eight bucks. So it was way cheaper. So then we get there and I have my keys. And then my friend um, that was with us, she had her wallet in like a bag. And I was like, you know what? I was like, let's get a locker and like put our stuff away. Like so we didn't carry it all day and whatever. Um, so we go and we put our stuff in the locker. It's like uh, it's like 11.30. Park closes at 12 at night. Technically in the morning. But uh, – we're on. We're going to our last ride, Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge. What is it? Right, Galaxy's Edge. Well, Galaxy's Edge isn't a ride. No, I know. We're going to Galaxy's Edge, like the area. Yeah, I still need to go. By the way, I haven't been to Disneyland oh. yet. So you know, if any listeners out there want to take me to Disneyland, <laughs> start GoFundMe. I love you forever. Uh, so we. <laughs> I go, need to go to Galaxy's Edge so bad. We go on Smuggler's Run, and we're like in line. It's a six-person ride, and there's two people behind us. And the guy behind me goes, "Oh, are you guys good at this?" And I was like, "Oh, like." Uh, I mean, I am, but they're they're not that great. You have, a, you have an annual pass, huh? Yeah, I have an annual pass. Have you not? Why haven't you taken me yet? Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, so he's like, "Are you good?" And I was like, "Yeah." Are you? And he's like, "Yeah, I guess you could say it." And I was like, "Have you been on a lot?" And he was like, "Yeah." And then his girlfriend goes, "Yeah, he helped develop the ride." And I looked at him Whoa. and I go, "What?" And then he goes, "Yeah, I um I did the screenplay like or like the the animation for this what? ride." What? And I was That's like, "Crazy!" I was like, "So who do you work for?" And he was like, "Uh." Lucas, what is it? Lucas Arts? Lucas Film? Or Lucas or Luc- Film? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, no way. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, so, like, do you go for free? And he was like, yeah, they let me in. He was like, I was the one that, like, after I did the animation, I had to demo it and make sure that it was all good. And so That's this dude, crazy. And, like, he was legit. Like, you could tell he knew everything about it. And That's wild. We did terrible on the ride. It's like a, it's like an active one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I've read a lot about it. Yeah. just haven't been on it yet. So we did terrible, and I felt really bad because he was like, yeah, I've never done that bad in my life. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. And then I'd be with you so, in the group. So we're walking out of the park, like, blown away that we just rode with the developer. Like, whoa, mm-hmm. that was so cool. And then we get in the lift back home. We get to my, my friend's grandma's house. We're, like, hanging out. And it's like one in the morning now, and I'm like, all right, well, uh, it's time to go home. And I like slap my my uh, pant no. leg, my no. my pocket, no. And I'm like, I look at my friend Parker, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And she was like, what? And I was like, my keys are in the locker. 
and so is your wallet and like all our stuff. And then oh, so it wasn't just you who lost no, something? No, no. And the worst part was in the line for that last ride. We remembered. We said, "Oh, we can't forget to go to the locker on the way out of park." Oh my I'm god, never. I'm never using a locker. And I was like, I was like, "Oh my gosh, Parker, thank you for reminding me. I would have forgot. Didn't matter. I forgot anyway." So, <laughs> and so did she. So we make my friend's grandma. It's one in the morning. She drives us to the park. We wake her up. She drives us to the park. I sprint to the front gates. The security stops me like like probably 10 yards away. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the problem? What's the problem? Because well, The park's close by then, yeah, right? Yeah, and I by was one? pressing them because I was sprinting. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so I don't know what they were thinking. And I go, I literally am in stress land. Get it? Disneyland stress land? I legit said that. I was, the security. I was punny in a moment of stress. <laughs> so I tell them I'm in stress land and they have a little huddle and they're like, oh my gosh, like, what are we going to do? You told them their whole like, your I whole told like, them my, my keys, I can't go home. And they're like, all right, um, just just you come with me. And then I was like, oh, okay. And we're all like, while your friends still with he, you too. They he made them stay. Yeah. So I'm walking forward. He gets out his walkie talkie. He's like, I need an ICC on sector four. And then I'm like, what does that mean? So this guy's. <laughs> we walk up to the front gates of Disneyland. There's no one in the park. Uh huh. There's a bunch of security at the front, but besides that, there's no one there. Um, dude, like, has him unlock the gate. I walk in, and he he escorts me. To the locker, there's not a single person in the park. Like, a single person. And they're like, all like the lights off and All stuff? the lights are on. Oh, the music oh. is on. They the keep mu- it on what? all night. They keep it on all night. Isn't that weird? That's weird. So, uh, you can see this picture. He let me take a picture. There's no one on well, the street. Well, no one else can see that. No one else can see it. I'll put it, send me this so I can put it on like my story or something so when this goes It's up. blurry, but he said I could take a picture of the park. Uh, he said, he said, don't let anyone see it though. Because uh, he could, like, you can get in trouble for that. Oh, so never Actually, mind. maybe it, I shouldn't post it you know just screw it if they see it it's okay i won't i, I don't have to put on my story yeah it's okay or, i don't really care but he was like yo take a picture of it and then uh but don't make it look obvious and i was like okay that's why it's blurry but yeah uh, long story short i literally got in two minutes before they don't let it, uh those squad pictures are cute by the way thanks me, me and my squad <laughs> so yeah uh, long story short um by the time i got back to his, gr- his grandma's house had my keys and everything walked through the park dealt with security because I had to deal with security afterwards because they were, like, getting my info and stuff. I don't know. Maybe because of that reason. Did they, did they take your Instagram? No. They didn't take so my Instagram. They, never they just got picture. my contact info. And then I got back, drove back. So I got home at, like, 3.45 in the morning, like, 3.30. I drank a bang on the way home. I was pumped. I was hyped. So, what flavor? Uh, cherry Blade Lemonade. Oh. It's really good. If you're listening, you should try it. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but yeah. Bang was, if you're listening. <laughs> but that was it, bro. It was crazy. Like, I thought I was, I thought I was going to be stuck for the night. Sleep. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even sleep in my car. Oh, yeah. You'd have to stay at your friend's grandma's house. Yeah, on the floor. Like, it could be worse, right? It could be worse, but that would be weird. Because he has an apartment, and I couldn't stay there because he's sharing it with other guys, and mm. they are not allowed to bring people in. So it was a crazy night. Uh... I got to see Mickey's Kingdom with no one in it. Nice. Uh, what time did you get back home? Like like 3.45 in the morning. <sighs> oh, like, honestly, I didn't go to bed either because I had a shower because I was nasty, bro. I was like oily and like my skin was just not having it. So I showered in, and then I got to bed at like 4.30, 4.45 actually. I forgot about that. So that's why I didn't go to Bible study. Dad, if you're listening <laughs> – that's I hope your why. dad will listen to this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, it's crazy stuff. That's story time with Joe. 
Damn. I hope it's everything you you thought it would. be. Yeah, like when they see when they hear like, oh, it's Storytime with Joe, and then like, wow, so excited, it sucked. It's like, wow, no, it didn't suck. That was, under, that you was didn't, underwhelming. You didn't get to live it. You didn't get to live the stress. <laughs> Walking through Disneyland, and then when we're leaving, like four security guards approach us, like literally, and they were like, oh, what are you doing? And the guy was like, oh, I called an ICC. And they were like, you're not allowed to do that. You have to talk to us first. And I thought the guy and was going to. you're gonna, like, I still don't know what an ICC is. I thought the guy was going <laughs> to lose his job for helping me. And then I chimed in like an idiot. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, like his manager uh, said that he contacted you guys. And so I made it like their fault. I chimed in and saved that guy's job. Unless he got uh-huh. fired right after. <laughs> then, it's like, I, it's like, oh, then I didn't. It's like, all right, all right see you later, kid. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> You're <laughs> Never done. Never come back. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, interesting. Yeah. Well, um, that, was, that was fun. That was fun. Hopefully. Episode two. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, l- listeners, hopefully that. Um, In the books. Hopefully that you know holds you over for a little while. When we come back, we've got a fun one planned. We've we'll got a fun. F- one. We'll find something sports to talk about, but we're gonna ex- expand a little bit for our it'll next have, episode. It'll, well, there'll be something sports related. It'll in the be sports related just because there's gonna be a lot that has happened. Right. Since. We'll, we'll like cover like you know stuff that we missed. Yeah, because there'll be um, a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going mm-hmm. on for till the next time. We but meet. over break too, there's a lot of other stuff happening, including the conclusion of Dun-dun-dun. the season one of Mandalorian. And it's and episode even, nine, the rise of Skywalker. Say, it's even bigger. If you don't know me and Joe, because like you're brand new to the Tim and Joe show, brand new to Tim's Hot Takes page. Big old Star Wars fans right here. Big, Star- big Star I'm Wars still learning fans. a lot. I thought I was a huge one until I met me. You. Mm. You know a lot more than me. Yeah. But now I'm learning. I learn yeah. more every I'm, day. Like I will. I'm probably the biggest Star Wars nerd that you'll meet. I'm the biggest Star Wars nerd that I know, besides my own dad. It's like you know. It runs in the family. That's very true. I have, to, I have to get it from somewhere, right? Are you a Marvel guy too? I'm not a, as much as Star Wars, I'm but I like Marvel. Marvel. I like Marvel. I mean, I I enjoyed the whole I Infinity can, War I can, pull out, I can pull out some of the comic stuff from Marvel. Oh, I, I have no idea about the comic okay. uh, about the comics. I I know the movies, but I don't know the comics. Um. So yeah, is there anything else you want to say before we close out here? Your story. No, was, your story was I, so good. Story was so good. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. I hope you guys have a good break, a good Christmas. Yeah, happy Merry Christmas to everyone listening. Yeah, if and if you're if, listening if you're, to after, uh, hope you had a good Christmas. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. I Hopefully, guess, too. Santa gave you all your toys on your, yeah. on your wish list. Do you like? Do you ask for stuff for Christmas, or do you just let your parents figure it out? Uh, I asked for like a couple things, but m- most of the things are my parents figuring it out. Yeah, like I, I asked for. Um, well, it's because like there aren't you can't like. It's more exciting when you're younger because there's like toys and stuff. Yeah, like, like, yeah. When I was young, there was like this Wiggles guitar. That was like my lifeblood, bro. A what? Wiggles. You ever watch the Wiggles? Yeah, I've watched the Wiggles. There's like a like, how Wiggles old guitar. You? I was like like four or five. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm gonna say like I was twelve. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's a conflict of interest. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, I was twenty. What? <laughs> <laughs> you all? What do you mean? How old was I? I'm twenty. That, that's why we got. That's why I got last Christmas. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, that's what I asked for <laughs> for this Christmas. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I got, I'm like, I asked for like the new, like, I asked for like Madden 20 and 2K20 because I don't have either yet. I have both and they're amazing. Eh, I don't know about amazing. Like, well, see, like Madden 20. I thought I Madden need, 20 was great. It's better than 19. I've played some of my friends, but I, I hold, 2K, I hold, I hold 2K in a higher regard than Madden though. I think 2K is just a better game than Madden, but because I love football so much, I play Madden. Still. I'll be honest. I think 2K19 was Probably better than 2K20. Really? Maybe. I mean, I haven't played either. I haven't played 20 yet. 
All that, I know is when I Euro step on 2K20, my guy takes like eight steps and they don't call it travel every time. <laughs> I don't understand it. But, I mean, if I get a bucket, I get a bucket. So I'll take what I can get. Dope. Yeah. All right. So let's find a way to close this because we never found one. It was basically Jay that closed you this for last out. time. You said we out. Yeah, we out. No, that's not good enough. No, I know it's not good enough. Um, yeah, because Jay closed it for it last time. He's not here this time. He had a fire catchphrase from his other... Oh he, yeah, he says like you know, like Godspeed, fellas. Godspeed. That's a good one. But we gotta find something. We can't, we just, can't we just steal it. that. You know what, guys? Um, you know what we could. We'll, I, we'll probably just like stop I it abruptly my, right here. I could take my grandpa's at church. See here, there, or in the air. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> Maybe not. Um, it's like see here, there, or in the air. You know. <laughs> All right, we won't do that. <laughs> okay. How about right. you guys leave suggestions for us? Yeah. Like, if there's any like cool catchphrases, or we could just say like so good and then so stop good. It. Where the Right. The mics are hot and the yeah. takes are hot. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just throw in, say the intro again ourselves. Yeah. Well, let's do this. All right. We'll just say so good so and then good. end it. All right. Three, two, one. So, so good. good.